traveling back and forth. So I, obviously I knew about the story. Um, I saw the, the, the video footage and then there was different news articles that I was able to see. But, you know, over the last 24 hours, I really got a chance to read up on it, get a better understanding of the whole situation. As you mentioned, he was out there actually trying to play peacemaker when the police were called to the scene. And um, in the midst of him playing peacemaker and police getting there, somehow he became, you know, their prime suspect, somebody that they, they felt the need to follow to his car shoot him seven times in the back in front of his children and with me that that struck a chord because i have two young children so i can't even imagine the fear um in, in jacob's mind as you're hearing shots come at you and you're being hit and i'm sure there were moments as he's being shot that he may have even made eye contact with his kids in the back seat you know what i'm saying and you wondering like yo is this it is are my kids going to mm -hmm. witness me being murdered and that to me bro like listen man who like growing up where we grew up, son, we heard gunshots, we've been around times when shit happens, son. And anybody who from my environment know, like, the moment you hear gunshots, that should give you a different type of feeling. You know what I'm saying? It's a different feeling you get when you from that environment. So I can't even imagine, I don't want to imagine what this man was feeling at that moment as he's being shot in front of his kids, yo. Um, you know what I'm saying? And like I said, my my prayers and my thoughts are with him and his family because that's an experience that his kids are never gonna forget. And unfortunately, that's something that they're gonna have to carry with them for the rest of their lives. And it's it's so fucking fucked up, man. I hate that we even having this discussion again, bro, because I remember when we all got together and we spoke after George Floyd's situation. That was just a few months ago. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Breonna Taylor, and, and here we are, we still having these fucking discussions, man. I'm tired of it, yo. Yep. I'm tired of this shit. Yeah, it's like, and it's and right now, and not yeah, respecting the temp, like we literally are still in the midst of trying to get justice for three very public um, shootings. Two of them by the police. Mm -hmm. One of them, you know, from a retired police officer. So I'm still going to throw him in that category because that means he got that same mindset um, with with the, the Ahmaud Arbery situation. You know what I'm saying? So we're still fighting that right now. You would think, you know what I'm saying, usually when the heat is on, motherfuckers calm down. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me not do they, – they don't got no type of respect. They don't give a fuck. They just out here shooting us down. And I'm, I'm, I'm so tired of the, well, what did he do question. I don't give a fuck what he did. He ain't supposed to be murdered in, in, in the street <laughs> like, like, like a dog shot down like an animal. Put a knee on the back of his neck. And, and mm -hmm. We're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, right? But we we're not even making it to a trial. Well, the crazy part about this, uh, I, I think he's in a uh, stable condition, but he is going to be paralyzed for the rest of his life. So uh, this particular situation is a little bit different compared to other ones because uh, you know most of the time we don't even survive these situations. Um, I'm very interested in seeing what's going to come from this because this, this uh, young man is still alive. However, he, um, you know, his life now, he's going to forever be scarred by it because, you know, his, and like Eric said as well, uh, you know, his, his kids uh, saw him get shot, his uh, significant other, and I'm pretty sure everything in the whole world saw him get shot. And, and the crazy part about it all, you know, the, the, the complete disregard, um, what, 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 what was weird to me was when I was even watching the guy, the police officer shoot, I was like, yo, he was holding this like he was like some thug in a movie shooting a gun or whatever. He wasn't even trying to like, you know, really say, you know, trying to restrain nobody, talk to anybody about anything. And then, you know, we just saw the same, uh, we saw the young man um, 
so the white kid, like what, uh, today or something like that, walking around with an AK, and nobody said anything to him. So it's, it, it, it's you know, it's that the imbalance is, is continuous, and, and we just keep seeing it happen over and over again. And, uh, you know, with what's going on, us being in quarantine and stuff like that, it's definitely not helping the situation whatsoever. So it's like, if you, th- if you thought that this was about to change and get a little bit easier for anybody, it definitely is not. It's definitely it's not. It's disgusting, man. Whatsoever. This shit is absolutely disgusting, mm-hmm. bro. And then, you know, to try to even justify why he may have been shot, you know, now people want to try to, well, he had a he had an arrest a few years ago. Well, he, he might have had a warrant out right now. Like, Don't none matter. of that shit justifies it, bro. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then what, what makes it even, like, mm-hmm. just, I don't even know the right word to use, bro. But for Donald Trump Jr. to retweet, oh, this man had a criminal history. Why, why, is, why are the Black Lives Matter movement and, and all these other groups uh, so up in arms about this? Now, like, you know what's crazy about that, Eric? Uh, that that he he would retweet something like that. Meanwhile, you got the kid, uh, the the MAGA hat kid, uh, Nicholas Salmon. You breaking oh, up there, Aunt? Oh my goodness! Can you can, can you hear me? You you can you hear me? Yo yo yo! Can you hear me? Yeah, you right, good. So, so yeah, so you got you, you got good, you got you got Donald Trump Jr. tweeting that out, right? But then you got the kid Nicholas uh, Salmon mm-hmm. speaking at the Republican National. Uh, convention talking about how the media portrayed him and, and made him look in, in the whole situation with that picture that that went viral of him and the, and the Native Americans and and whatnot and uh, you got this kid up to up to looking like a robot reading off reading off of, of, a, of a, a script that uh, Donald Trump's people personally prepared for him talking about the mm-hmm. media coverage of him and making him look bad and the spin that, that, that they put on it. Uh, CNN, the Washington Post, and, you know, he got lawsuits out today. I guess he, he sued them and whatnot. And I'm, and, and in my mind, I'm like, this motherfucker here. Like, um, every time one, 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 you know, one of these unarmed black people get killed, the media find that motherfucker ran a, ran a red light back in 86. You know what I'm saying? He, he jumped the turnstile in 92. Like, they were yeah, no, seriously. Any, any, if you did anything mm-hmm. halfway close to being wrong, the media is pulling that shit up as soon as you mm-hmm. get killed by the police so they can have some type of way of justifying what what just happened to you. Nah, I'm, I'm not trying to hear that. I don't give a fuck about what that man did five, ten years ago. I don't give a fuck about what he did last night. If that shit ain't relevant to the situation at hand, then it don't mean nothing. Like, why, why are we talking about that right now when, when, when we should be talking about these police officers that continue to commit mm-hmm. murder, mm-hmm. attempted attempted murder in, in Jacob um, uh, Blake's case. You know, thank God, which is crazy. I'm up here. I'm, you got to say thank God he's alive, but he's paralyzed from the waist down. Thank God he's alive, but he just got shot in the back seven times in front of his three mm-hmm. children. Do you realize how fucked up? those kids can possibly be from behind this type of, of tragic, tragic experience. We're not talking about them even just seeing a person get shot in front of them. We're talking about their father, who is probably the person, you know, outside of their mother that they love the most in the, in the world, get shot in the back seven times by the people that are supposed to be here to protect and serve us. You know, how, because if you want to get the justification, we were scared for our lives. Like, how scared... Do you have to be to shoot somebody in the back seven times? 
like the 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 first the first shot. I mean, at at point blank range, because we're talking about what maybe two feet from each other. So how many shots does it does it take? Like how fearful? And if you are that fearful, then you don't need to be on the police force. You do not need to be a person that has a, has a gun, has the authority to use that gun at, at any given moment. If you are that scared. A lot of it is, is, is what, you know, is people's mindset before they even get into these positions of power. You, we, you know, we talk about this all the time. Like, we joke and say, like, you know, you know those lame people that give money and they get into these positions of power and they act like, you know, they're the best thing since towards whatever group. And then once they get into these particular situations, it kind it comes out. And... The sad, it's, it's sad to say that once they get into these particular positions, nobody can really say anything because it's a whole different, uh, you know, level of silence that, you know, they, they don't, you know, people don't say anything about, you know, on top of that, you see how we, we spoke about this, how certain people have been on the police force and they have spoken against this, against their colleagues and people have said stuff about it or whatever. So it's just so many different lines of bullshit that we have to deal with. And then like, you know, on the flip side, you look at people that, that are committing white collar crimes and nobody was walking around town with an AK-47 and nobody was saying anything. So it was like, yo, what's really going on here? Like, you, you know, like you were just talking about um, Donald Trump's son. He was talking at the um, Republican National Convention the other day and it was a bunch of bullshit that, you know, per usual or whatever, a lot of times they, uh, you know, promising this and saying that. And I just thought it was real funny that, you know, even with uh, this being said, well, we haven't heard a, a statement from Trump because we've heard in the past, remember, I think it was out in uh, Virginia where um, he was trying to say that it was two uh, bad parties and two, two groups of people that was uh, starting a problem or whatever. Like, what are you going to say in this particular situation with you guys having a uh, convention going on? But back to what I was initially saying, um, you know, when, when, when looking at the, the person that we have running things, this very guy was uh, trying to deport people and kick people out, but then he naturalizes uh, citizens at the, um, you know, right before the uh, the convention or whatever. And in the midst of all this, you know, like you said, we were just talking about how Jacob Blake had, had been shot down. So it's like, you know, these people don't want to address it. They don't want to talk about it. I was watching uh, ESPN earlier and, you know, there are some people out here that necessarily they don't want to talk about what's going on. They just want to go on with their lives. But the thing is, we can't keep going on with our lives because this stuff continues to happen. You know, with the advent of, of technology, it's out there. It's, it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. So as much as you don't want to talk about it, as much as you get upset because you can't watch games and it's all over the news and TV, it's there. You know, like, like what are you going to do? I know, Anthony, you told me, you said uh, somebody, uh, you saw something on the uh, – online earlier somebody had said something you and you kind of felt the way about it um i don't know if you want to talk about so and until and get himself oh there you go um and and okay. speak on speak on what you saw earlier today on um we're not gonna we're not gonna say his name because i ain't gonna try to throw him under the bus but there was a particular yeah. person that, that we know who had a live and somebody that, yeah somebody that and, and, you know it wasn't like it was the person Who's live? It was that had made the uh, had made the statement. So I want to make that clear because it is somebody that that we rock with. But just you know, somebody on his page, you know, we just happened to be talking about. Somebody asked the question about um, if the boycotts would be effective or along those lines. <clears throat> if you guys don't already know, none of the NBA uh, playoff games that were supposed to be played today will be played. Started with the with the Bucks um, Orlando game. 
being boycotted, the bus didn't come out, obviously, or not obviously, because mm-hmm. you may not know, but but the, where Jake uh, Jacob uh, Blake was shot at is in Wisconsin, which is where the Bucks are from. So they they started the boycott, and it just you know went on every other game. Today uh, was was canceled because uh, because of that. So the person asked a question about the boycotts, and the person who's live it was didn't really know what was going on. So I typed in. I said, you know, um, an, you know, another unarmed black man was was shot uh, seven times in the back today by the police. And uh, so somebody jumps in the comments and was like, oh, he was he he was armed. Nice try though. So you know, and I and I really I wanted to go in, but I didn't want to put the the person who's live. It was in that position because I I don't I didn't feel like they would have been able to handle the situation if I had really just went in and black. Plus, I knew we was going to do the podcast later on. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going I'm to speak on a lot of that today on the podcast um, anyway. Um, but, and I want to, um, I want to shout out my white friends and, and people, white people that I consider family that don't find it robbery to speak out and to correct people when they, when they see them, you know, acting or, or saying things in a certain way, you know, and for the ones that, or oh, I don't know if you're afraid or you just don't know how, you gotta, you gotta figure it out. You gotta have conversations, you know, you can start off having conversations privately with your, your counterparts uh, of other races and then learn how to then take it publicly or then correct others when they, when they may be saying something that, you know, could be offensive or considered racist or if, they, if they're doing something or just, the simple, you know, education of of certain things, um, you know, because everybody, it's everybody's everybody's job. We all in this in this thing together. We all gotta live together, you know what I'm saying? So, and at the end of the day, at some point, you gonna you will be personally affected by by these shootings, you know. So it's, it's gonna no, happen. The other way, man. Right. Nah, I mean. And everything you said was 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 cool. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with with a lot of things you said, but I will disagree with one part. If you're not brave enough to correct people when they step out of line or they say inappropriate things or they have this uh, ignorant mindset towards blatant racism that we continue to see, fuck them. Um, and I and I say you that into it, right? I say that from the, I say that from the bottom of my heart, bro. Because I got a couple family members that I ain't really been fucking with for that same reason. You know, what I'm saying that they want to find an excuse as to why these things are happening. There ain't no excuse. We know the reason why they happening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's systemic racism. And I'm glad the games got canceled today. I hope they get canceled tomorrow and the day after that. And I say that wholeheartedly as one of the biggest sports fans anyone will ever run into. Um, you guys know me well. I, I eat, live, breathe shit sports all day. But I don't want to see any games played because – it cannot be business as usual. It cannot be, let's just go about our day-to-day routine anymore. We, we are far beyond that. We can't do those things anymore because these other situations continue to happen. Innocent black men, innocent black women, innocent brown men, innocent brown women who are continually assaulted and killed by the police and the powers that be. We can't have it anymore, bro. It's time that we mm-hmm. see significant change and we force change. And I want to shout out Chris Weber. Um, before we went on the air, I, w- I was listening to a snippet of what he said on the TNT show today, um, because Kenny Smith walked off the set 
he talked about, I want to, you know, I want to unify with the players as an ex-player and as a black man in America. I feel I shouldn't be here right now even trying to talk about sports or what's going on. I should be in, in unison with those guys. Um, Chris Webber made a great point, man. He said, you know, for generations, we have been seeing our activists and our leaders trying to evoke change. And too often we try to invoke change by still doing the day-to-day routines. At some point, we got to change the day-to-day routine. And he used an example yeah. of when he was in high school and he got to meet Charles Barkley, he said, meeting Charles Barkley gave me the inspiration to know that right, I could make it to the league because I got to meet him in the flesh. He's not just a mythical figure anymore. He's an actual person who mm-hmm. worked to get there. He goes, but me seeing that helped me realize I could accomplish that dream. He goes, these players not playing today are going to help younger generations realize that they have a strong enough voice to shut shit down. You know what I'm saying? The next generation, the next wave of players in every yep. sport seeing this will realize like, yo, we have that type of power where we can shut this down to really create change. So I, I, I don't want us mm-hmm. to have sports back. I'm going to be honest. I do not want us to have sports back until we see some actual change because it's a shame that the players that we watch and we love watching have to use their platform to keep the conversation alive about Breonna Taylor. Nobody else is talking about it. But but I, you know what I'm saying. Well, not even just not even just that. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. I was I was gonna say just not even just that because it's like even when they do bring the sports back, when you actually try to intertwine the two worlds, people still get upset. They don't like that, you know. We, like, we, we, everybody been talking about Cap for years. Goodell was like, oh, I wish I I, I caught on sooner, fam. You don't wish you caught on sooner. It was just kind of like yo, you got caught. In the midst of something, and now you now you want to try to like intervene and say nothing. Like you don't really give a shit. Like you don't care about these communities. You don't care about none of these people that you make money off. You no, know, none of that. And that's and that's what it really comes down to. Like and 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 it sucks because you know we're just talking about live eat sleep shit in sports. But these same people that watch the sports are like we do. They don't give a damn about us when we leave these fields, these courts, or whatever the case may be. Once you leave these respected arenas and fields, you're just another person that they look at like a potential suspect. You know, and and and. It, the shit is just sad. Like you guys were just talking, just now, I was just kind of just getting chills because I was just remembering a few weeks back when I was, um, you know, I had to take some personal days because I was like, yeah, I was just getting tired of this shit, man. I got tired of seeing this stuff on the news. I got tired of hearing about it over and over again. I literally been watching sports in the all day, and that's supposed to be on there all day. Like it, it, it's really been no talk of sports or whatever, you know. And and, and I and I think I'm I'm in unison with you. Like I really don't give a damn. Like we don't, you know. It, if everybody wants to act like nothing happened and wants to go forth and just say, hey, let's just keep living our life and let's just keep watching sports and doing whatever, like, nah, it can't be like that. It can't be like that. Everything that's going on, like, we, the, the, like even down to this Republic, the Republic National Convention is the shit that we need to see. People need to see what's going on, what's going on out here in the world. And you see people like LeBron out there uh, actually putting money towards individuals being able to uh, be able to vote and stuff like that. Like, a lot of this shit is serious, man. You know, Hopefully we we we're not talking about this next week. Somebody else who's in life, but potentially, but how it's been looking, that's what it's been, that's what's, what's been going what's been going on. You know, it's just gonna be another name, and we're gonna be, and then we're gonna continue to keep saying like we, you know, say their name. Uh, this person, you know, like it it it, it it's fucking draining, bro. It's draining. Listen, it is. It's draining. The Brewers as well, because the Brewers are also protesting tonight. They were supposed to play the Reds. Um, how long that will last, I don't know. Like I, I, I can see the NBA players carrying this thing on. I don't know about Major League Baseball just because 
you know, I don't the the culture <laughs> isn't a, a, amongst Major League Baseball as much as it is in, at the NBA. So I don't know if they'll continue, um, even whether it be you know just the Bulls or if other teams will start. But I mean, the NBA has once again led the charge. So we'll see what these uh, what the other leagues are are willing to do. And that and this this is about the other players now. Not even just how do owners. What, what will the players do? What other players? How do say? players like? How do players like Kyrie Irving? How do players like Kyrie Irving right now look? You know, because you know a lot of times people, people were speculating saying that you know they weren't making the playoffs and he was hurt and all this that and the third. How do players like him look right now with what's going on and in, in, in the stoppage of play once again? I mean, Kyrie. I'm sure Kyrie has a smirk across his face now. Like I, I told you guys not to go months ago. Um, I think we were in agreement that mm-hmm. Kyrie's message was was a was the right message. I think it was delivered incorrectly because his whole message was we shouldn't go, but there was never any game plan um, implemented behind that. And I think um, by seeing the Bucks go first and and say, and, and let's and let's not get it twisted too, because I, I think we need to clarify something. The Milwaukee Bucks were were true in their intentions of not playing. The Orlando Magic had no choice. The Orlando mm-hmm. Magic were on the court. Yeah, they like, were going to play. Right, they were going to play. Yeah. So when people say, oh, they they, they both, no, nah, no, nah. the Milwaukee Bucks shut shit down because the Bucks didn't even come out for warm-ups. They yeah. were in the arena. They never yeah. even came out for warm-ups. They never came out their locker room. Yep. The, the, the Orlando Magic. I think they still there now. <laughs> right. The Orlando Magic were in a layup line, like ready to play, and the Bucks was like, nah, we're not playing. Fuck that. Yeah. And then it forced everybody else like, oh, oh shit, what we gonna do then? Like, cause the Bucks is shutting it down, and rightfully so by the Bucks because two years ago they had a player who was who was uh, racially profiled by the police out there in Milwaukee yep. as well. Um, I think Kyrie was was right in his uh, message. I think he just didn't have the game plan in place, and we got to see how the game plan moves forward. If the games come back tomorrow, to me, I, I think it's it's not enough. I think you got to take some legitimate time off force the powers that be to really understand what's going on. If you just take one game off, two mm-hmm. games off, that's not enough. Because the powers that be is going to be like, all right, well, yeah. you needed to check anyway. You came back. Hold yeah. out as long as yeah. you can hold out. Force them to realize that your voice and, and your play on the court is what really controls everything that's going on. Because we know the players got to play to get paid, but the owners, the front office types, those are the ones that put money towards political candidates. And if you could rock them enough to where they realize, yo, we need to start listening to what's going on, maybe we might start to see some change. Well, this is, here's the thing, right? So it, it was it was crazy how it kind of worked out because it was really like perfect stormish. I mean, obviously we're dealing with a tragedy, but it was still perfect stormish because here you have Jacob Blake who was shot and, and, and killed, excuse me, Sue shot and, and paralyzed. Um, in Wisconsin, which is where the Bucks play, who just happened to be the first game that was supposed to be played mm-hmm. today, so it was kind of like a perfect storm to lead into to this uh, to to the whole series of, uh, of boycotts. And um, but you have the owner of the Bucks who probably yeah. has a lot of connections and a lot of power within the state to to make some calls and, and say, listen, you know these 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 dudes got to get arrested. Some some got some got happen. He's a, he's a powerful guy. Don't the, the NBA as an organization, they might have not have the power, you know, just depending on where the location is. But the owners of, of of teams that are in states 
where this thing happens, they got the power and connections to make some phone calls and say, yo, this shit got to stop. This is fucked up. And now, because it's sad, but once the money get involved, it's like, nah, you about to fuck up my bottom line. That means all of them extra police dinners and, and donations and all these political contributions, all of them, all of them shit is going to stop too if something don't happen now. Because my, my shit get fucked up, everybody shit getting fucked up. I got I got a question for you guys. Yeah. I got I got a question for you guys, and this is something that I've been thinking about, um, you know, a lot lately. And and this situation, I think, just presented a perfect opportunity to to present this question to you guys, right? But as a country, we're so willing to go anywhere else and outside of our country to stop wrongdoings that take place there, right? What we're seeing right now mm -hmm. is, is and, and however somebody want to categorize it, but this is what it is. It's genocide, what we're seeing. At what point would the United Nations yeah. be willing to step in? Because this is genocide. This is blatant genocide against a particular race of people. And yet it almost, it almost just gets swept under the rug because it's, Oh, I swept under the rug isn't the right term, but it is almost gets categorized only as police brutality. But mm -hmm. when that young man went into a church and shot up a, a black congregation, that was purely targeted towards a, a specific race. Mm -hmm. When the young man, the 17 year old with the, with the AR-15 is shooting at specific protesters, when, when the killings by police against black men are 60 to 70% mm -hmm. higher than they are against white men and women, that's genocide. So at what point do other people start to look at this and say, yo, this is a crime against humanity. This is no longer just an issue within your own country. This is a crime against humanity. Yeah, it, it is. But I think what happens is the United, they, they don't have that type of power um, to, to really come in and say something to the United States. Just because, you know, one, we're the... United States is fortunate enough that, you know, North America is pretty much separated from, you know, Asia and, and Europe and, and all of those, those countries and whatnot on the other, other side of the world. And whereas like the United States has military bases and different things in place in other countries, it's not, it's not, it's not the same way. So it's kind of, it's kind of hard for them to step in and, and really say something to the United States. And there's only maybe what, five, six countries that could actually say something to the United States and, and really have that type of power to back it up. And, and your Wi-Fi is killing us, bro. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, so um I'll, I'll say this definitely um it comes down to hitting people in their pockets uh for the most part i was just saying a few weeks ago how like if the world's wealthiest people actually you know gave a percentage of maybe their earnings in a week they could potentially stop uh, uh homelessness in, in the united states however these same people don't care because they have a bottom line i don't really see any other countries really actually being able to help to intervene because a lot of times people uh you know they benefit off of our import export um, going to other countries, uh, you know, they, they, you know, they benefit off us coming there, spending money in their country. So that, that, that's kind of really what it comes down to is, is uh, the actual spending of money. So it, it, what is really going to be those individuals that are in positions of power, um, 
their pockets are really hit and they're not be able, they're not able to make the money that they make uh the way they used to make now are we going to be with that we don't know that's why that you know us talking about you know supporting our own in these businesses are very 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 important because um you know you know, pe- people are people are shortchanging one of us, but whereas Balenciaga, they'll go and spend twelve hundred dollars for a pair of shoes. You know what I mean? Like so, uh, until we actually, you know, really hit these pockets, and, and it sounds crazy and it sounds repetitive, but if we don't hit these people in their pockets, that's all they understand. A lot of times, these people aren't really racist; they just don't care about other people because they don't make money like them. It's a classist type of situation, and and and. and in line with that, you know, when you're talking about classes, you know, racism comes up because certain people are not allowed to, to get certain uh, amenities because of the color of their skin, because of their lineage, because of just things in, in general. You know, if, if you had a 400-year head start in front of somebody else, or maybe even a 200-year head start of somebody else, it's a whole lot easier than this generation actually trying to figure out uh, how they're going to, you know, promote, uh, do something with their actual generational wealth. Um, so... It's, you know, it's just things to think about. Like when you're talking about like a company like Brooks Brothers, uh, I saw uh, somebody that I know that did an ad for them. And I was like, I remember when I was, um, you know, years ago researching like clothing companies and stuff like that. Brooks Brothers started in 1818 and they actually used to make clothes for the uh, for slave owners back in the day. But people don't know that, you know, they, they like I said, they had a head start of, uh, ahead of a bunch of other people or whatever. So, you know, if, if you start hitting people in their pockets, that's what's really going to actually end up uh, stopping them. And it, and it fucking sucks, but, you, you know, these other countries can't really intervene the way that we really want them to because they don't have the same position of power that we have. But, and you were saying before, um, Weefy started acting up? Yeah, no, I was just saying there's, there's only a handful of countries that even have that type of power to, to even say something to the United States. But then at the same time, you got to also think, let's just say, like, how we come in, and we do have we have military bases um, in other countries around the world. Countries don't have that in the United States where mm-hmm. you just got military, your military bases or your army, whatever bases in the United States. We're kind of like one of the, the country that has that with all over the world. You got different military bases. You got to think too. So for somebody to really come to the United States and say something of power, you got to fly into the into the United States. Hey, you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, how are you going to get over here? You can't. So it, I don't think that would, would, would be a, a, something that would be feasible. You could, you could feel a certain type of way and speak on it, but we don't have the power. I mean, no, you're right. And in regards to military presence, because um, obviously nobody else has that type of presence here as we do in other areas. But the UN is a collection of nations and countries who are supposed to come together to prevent these type of things from happening. Mm-hmm. But they don't have right? the power. That's what so, I'm saying. They, the countries that are a part of it don't have that that type of power where they mm-hmm. can come in and realistically say something to the United States. I I mean, I listen, I don't I don't know if that's completely true because there are there are bylaws as part of United Nations that prevent you from doing certain things. So yes, can somebody just come here and strong arm us mm-hmm. from doing something? No, it ain't I'm not talking on that end. But there are also bylaws in there because when you're when you're in the United Nations, to, to simplify for some people, like it's almost like being part of a, of a homeowners association, right? So it's like, yeah, that's your property, but we can't let mm-hmm. you devalue your property because then it's going to affect the rest of us. So if you're doing things on your property that hurt the property yep. itself and hurt the neighborhood, we got to step in and kind of get you back in line so that we all can continue to prosper. So the same thing, if 
if you're the mm -hmm. United Nations, at what point do you step in and be like, all right, you are technically our headliner. You're the, you're the country that everybody wants to go to. But at some point, we got to put our foot down and mm -hmm. we can't allow you to treat your people this way. Because now, this, we are not talking about the, the 60s and 70s when, when news didn't circulate. We see now that this news is circulating and people see what's going on within our country. We are no longer the darling of the world where everybody wants to come to the United States because they see how we treat everybody. So if you do United Nations, fuck with us. Right. So if you do United Nations, that why wouldn't you be like, yo, you need to get that under control a little bit. We need we need to at least mm -hmm. keep this looking better than what it looks now because you're supposed to be the crown jewel of our organization. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's my point. A lot of it, I think, also comes comes down to the leadership that we have over here because they may actually be putting the pressure on uh, you know on our country, like you are very well saying. But if, when you got a leadership that don't really give a damn, it's like yeah, it ain't a big deal. You know, they may be downplaying the whole thing as well. You know what I mean? Like we 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 know how like we got two big things going on right now. We in quarantine because it's a pandemic outside, and we also got you know a continued issue with you know, black individuals getting killed. But what you see on the, on the news most of the time, you see uh, in certain places, you hear people talking about a pandemic. That ain't the only thing that's going on outside. And then, the, and then you know, like people were saying, oh, I haven't seen anybody say anything about, uh, you know, so-and-so that got killed in a while. You know, and you can insert any name, <laughs> you know, because that's what ends up happening because this is a continuous thing. You know, we this, this shit is, is so normalized and we get pissed off over and over again, but they really got to be like, if we talking some boycott shit, they really got to be some boycott shit. Like, we really got to be about that. Like, not just one day, not just a few hours, not just a blackout, not none of that. Like, you got to really be like, listen, we're not using none of y'all shit. Well, you know, none of y'all shit. Like, it, and and that even and that, and, that, and that affects us in a lot of ways because, like, when you consider stuff like Amazon, a lot of us use it a lot. And I was joking with you the other day, like, I use Amazon a lot, but you know, if 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 that's what it got to be, that's what it got to be. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And um, what happens is, like you said, like they do, they'll put the spin on it, like so they'll say it's not that bad. So you know, we're mm -hmm. in the country living in this as all this stuff is happening and we know what's going on and we would describe it as, like you said, it's a genocide, right, Eric? But then you have uh, Nikki Haley who will go on to the Republican uh, National Convention and speak to the world and say, this is not a racist country. So you got those people that want to spin that narrative or oh, these are really just isolated, isolated situations. No, this is not. This is, uh, this is a pandemic that's been going on for hundreds of years, and and it's still going on. The only difference is is that is that we're not in chains. We're not we're not shackled up. All right, this this is genocide, bro. There's no other way to to, to categorize it. It's genocide, and I don't know what else is going to take for things to change, because as we mentioned, the powers that be, those that have the control over the narrative, don't want it to change. They yeah. want everyone to to nope. continue thinking like. Oh, these are isolated incidents. Oh, this isn't really a problem. It is a major problem, bro. A major fucking problem. Yeah. And I think everyone is tired of talking about it. And everybody who really cares about this situation would like to see some significant change. Point blank. Period. Yeah. No, this, this is this is that person that has an issue with everybody, but but tries to make it seem like it's it's everybody else. It's not everybody else. It's an issue that we have. <laughs> It, 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 and, it, and it's something to be dealt with because it just continues to happen over and over again. And then what ends up happening is uh, we also have, you know, on our, on our list of uh, things. But it's, it seems like 
you know, when you start talking about defunding people and taking away funds and stuff like that, we end up get, not getting the same resources that we deserve. But then on the flip, you end up getting, you know, when, when something happens, somebody is running out and they're ready to shoot you. So it's, it, it, bro, like, what you want to do? We can't stay inside because you get shot. You can't go outside because you get shot. You can't do nothing. Yeah. And, and you You're know, a target. I, I want to go back to the NBA players really quick. Um, you know, one like what LeBron was saying the other day, saying, you know, like, we're, we're scared. You know what I'm saying? Like, which, which is true. Yeah. Because don't get it twisted. Just because LeBron James may be able to go anywhere and be recognized and people know that's LeBron James and maybe he'll be able to, to walk away from a situation. But, 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 but everybody don't know Bronny James. They don't know, they don't, you know, they don't, they don't know the other kids. Yeah. They, don't know, they don't know Dwayne Wade's kids. They don't know Ray Allen's kids. They don't know Kevin Garnett's kids. They don't know these kids. They don't know their brothers, their, their sisters, their cousins. They don't know everybody in their family. Yep. So, so when people, when people want to get mad at athletes and oh. You you getting all this money? Why are you out here protesting? You you gotta understand that just because they may be recognizable and 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 may not have to you know fear for their lives in that situation, they have family members, they have friends that look just like them, and and and, and those people aren't fortunate enough. George Floyd. As exactly, you know what I'm saying? You, yeah, you might know Stephen Jackson. I mean, he, and he's not even a person that the masses you know know because he he wasn't he wasn't that big of a, of a of a superstar during this time but because i mean look at look at what happened with like you said eric mentioned earlier with, with sterling brown this is somebody who plays in, in in the nba so you know it's it's really only a select few a handful of people in, in the grand scheme of things that people that have that would have that notoriety realistically out of where they they go in the country the lebrons the, the kobe's the wades the Giannis, you know those yeah. those guys that have that it don't even matter if you LeBron James yeah. because that still ain't stopped somebody from spray painting a racial slur on the side of his house. You yep. know what I'm saying? It, he, yep. he, so it, 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 don't even, it don't even fucking matter. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Right, right. But that's what I'm saying. In general, that's we, we know how a lot of these other people out here walking around, how they view someone of a darker complexion. We know that already. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the, the players got to continue to try to push that narrative and, and can never um, fall into the mindset of, oh, I'm just gonna play, or I'm just an athlete. Because you, you're not an athlete. You're only an athlete when you're in between the lines. But you're yeah. not an athlete when you yeah. when you outside walking the street, or or you driving your car like Sterling Brown. You know what I'm saying? You, you're not an athlete then. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, uh, listen, man, uh, it's, this shit is is beyond frustrating anyway. Yeah, well, that's why I got I got I'm 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 quoting the old Kanye, not quoting the new Kanye. I'm quoting the old, old Kanye. Even if you're in a binge, you're still a nigga in the coop. That's that's it. So outside of them, them 48 minutes or them nine innings, or you know, once you get off that football field, the tennis court, whatever, and you come back to to to, to reality, you're a black man, and that's it. That, that's all you're gonna be looked at in this world. And you know, that's why I was I was kind of glad Charlemagne uh, got at the, uh, Daniel Cameron. He also spoke at the Republican National Convention. And cause I, I'm just like, yo, like, bro, at the end of the day, you're not somebody that is known. Nobody can look at you in a crowd and recognize your face. So you are in just as much shit from, you know, and just as much deep shit of being in a situation with the police 
as a as a as a black man as as the rest of us because no one knows who you are either, brother. Like you, we can't pick you out mm-hmm. of a lineup. You're not you don't have that level of fame, you know. So the average cop in in the United nope. States of America is not gonna look at you and be like, oh hey, that's uh, that's Daniel Cameron, yeah. But let that guy go, he's good. No, you're gonna be looked at. Nope. As and who and who and who's and who's to say that? But who's to say they're gonna do that even eat? Cause like, cause if 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 you're getting shot down from from behind, who's to say they ain't even gonna do that? Yeah, <laughs> don't <exactly>. matter. Yeah, <laughs> don't matter. They don't know who you are until until after the fact. That's that's why that happened with with Jay Farrell. That, 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 that shit do not matter. Yep. That shit is it happens every yep, day, yep, all yep. day, bro. Um, related. Right. Right. Related, but um, you know, we're talking about injustice, we're talking about uh, you know, the disadvantages or whatever. Uh, I guess they uh finished sentencing the rest of the people in that college scam uh situation. I don't, uh, I know we heard about it a few years back. Uh, what show was that lady on? Was she on Full House? I forget what yeah. show she was yes. on. I was but Becky. um, yeah. So yeah, um, so um, Becky got what two months in jail. Her husband got five months, and they got a bunch of fines. Now it's crazy because when you consider, uh, you know, we talk about us going to college to try to get certain advantages and going to certain places to get certain advantages. We talk about all these different players trying to attend HBCUs, and, and we and we see that, you know, for some people college is the way, and some people is not. But then we we you know when we talking about this particular situation, what was going on was it was a bunch of uh, scamming that was going on with testing uh they were changing scores and they were doing this that and the third um this seems to be a pretty big thing because we're talking about people getting into schools and people are accepting a, a huge large amounts of money but they don't know you know when you your, your punishment is a few months and a few uh thousand dollars of a fine it's crazy because you know it's those same people that are like really working hard to get into these situations in these schools they can't get into these places because you know individuals like yourself are doing these things um so these injustices that, that that are going on are continue to happen on so many different levels, and then people understand they 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 want to know why do we need affirmative action? Why do you need uh? Why do we need a certain number of women, uh, minorities in workplaces and stuff like that? This is these are the reasons why we need these things. <laughs> these Absolutely. are the reasons why we need these things. Because those you know those that already benefit, um, have, those that already benefit from the structure, find a way to continue to bend the rules in their favor you know what i'm saying a couple mm-hmm. months in jail and a fine don't mean nothing if, you, if your child still gets to go to one of the elite colleges in the, in the country yeah well yep. I mean, it, it means yep. nothing yep. Talking. It, it, it's, it's crazy when you see the the two months that uh that that um becky got and then you look at the uh the five years that that tanya mcdell got 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 a uh, sentence to when she just wanted to put her son into a better school district. So she used the, used a, a different address from hers just so that her son could, could go to a, a school that was in a, in a better district. Yo, ain't got the worst Wi-Fi today. <laughs> Yo, and you on a, you on a Wi-Fi or you on your hotspot, bro? Oh my goodness. This is crazy. Y'all still can't hear me? You done, you done tapped into the government Wi-Fi. You know what's going on now. They, they don't want me to speak. down, man. Yeah, man. They don't want me to be heard. Y'all can hear me mm-hmm. now? You going? You going in and out, bro? You going? Let me in let me out. let me check. I'm gonna check right now if the government is is, is listening. Suck my dick, suck my dick, suck my dick. <laughs> See, they listening. They listening. They they they, they yo, said the, they yo, said the real, bug. Real crazy, yo. Real, this 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 this, this, this a. Re- 
this is a random question, but you remember years ago when people were saying don't do certain things on your phone, and then all of a sudden now everybody just talk talk about all type of stuff, do all type of crazy things on their phone now. Like, do, are you guys still nervous to do certain things on your actual devices? I'm gonna say nah. I'm gonna be honest, not anymore. Because I think they tapped into everything. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. I think they tapped into everything, like. Yeah. They obviously they know they know all your purchases. They know what you watching on Netflix, like all all that shit. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you think Netflix knows what shows to recommend? How do you think YouTube knows what to recommend? Like, that's somebody already tapped in, so it don't matter. Like, yeah, you know. Now I, I wouldn't recommend somebody making a, a big ass drug transaction on the phone. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say get yourself locked up like that. But in regards yeah. to everything else, it is what it is. They listening already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and it's crazy because even with that, like we you know, we do our Google searches and then what we see on the side of our uh timelines on social like getting killed. Y'all y'all still uh, arrested murderers, uh Breonna Taylor. Uh you know, y'all shot Jacob Blake in the back, you know, Trayvon Martin, um uh vigilante. Uh, is out here running around. I'm glad I, I stopped hearing about him because he was he was driving me fucking crazy. Um, you know, somebody gonna shoot you know, him. This is what I'm saying. And then and then we got and then we got these white collar crimes. They out here doing stuff for getting a few months in jail. You got you got these billionaires making money off of a pandemic and they trying to force you to take uh uh uh, uh vaccines. Like it's it's just so much going on. It's just a real nasty place out here that you can't just do anything because you know they're gonna continue to try to run you and tell you what to do until we really try to like you know get into their pockets and it fucking sucks that we gotta and I'm gonna keep saying it fucking sucks because though like Cash rules everything around us because if we don't get into their pockets, they're going to continue to make it and they don't give a damn. You know what I mean? Like, I, I said, I, I'm going to keep saying it before. Like, we talk about this shit all the time. I think I was watching a Budweiser commercial around 4th of July. You didn't hear Budweiser say shit about nothing. But what ended up happening with Budweiser around 4th of July? They got so much uh, promotion for uh, uh, patriotism and all that. But nobody said nothing about Juneteenth. Nobody said nothing about anybody getting killed, so on and so forth. So they, they these people don't give a shit because they still making money because we still going out here buying stuff, you know? Um, I, so what, which brings me to uh, an, an, another topic. Uh, it's kind of a two-tier type of thing. So the whole Jay-Z Nas, um, Jay-Z came out a song with uh, Pharrell and Nas came out with a whole album. Uh, personally, I enjoy both. Some people feel like, you know, uh, for a while, uh, Jay-Z has kind of been like trying to step on uh, Nas' release, but Jay-Z's actual song was, uh, was about entrepreneurship and it was a dope song and it was a dope message. I don't know if you guys, it, you guys had a chance to hear it. Did you? I haven't yet. Um... Like I said, because I've been on the road a lot over the last few days, I'm going to take the opportunity to listen to Jay's joint, but then also listen to Nas's album as well. Because I know it's quality hip-hop. I just haven't had the opportunity to listen. Yeah. So a lot, cause, so a lot of people were kind of, you know, they were just saying that he's continued to try to step on Nas's, um, you know, his release days. But if you really watch it, and you got you to gotta see the video also, because that's what it's really about. It's really about the video. He's, he's breaking down a lot of entrepreneurs that, uh, you know, just pretty much just went out and bet on themselves and just figured it out, just did what they had to do. And they just said, fuck the system and fuck, the, you know, everybody that told me that I can't do anything. Um, one of the, the major uh, 
things that stood out for me in the video uh, was a young man. He was a, he's a dancer. He actually ended up buying a house, uh, the plantation. I think it was a house on the plantation or something like that, where his actually family was once owned and it was uh, up for sale for $400,000 uh, and he actually paid for it in cash. Um, so yeah, man, it's it, like, of course, we're going to continue to see the same cycles or whatever, but this particular uh, message of entrepreneurship, as much as people don't want to hear about it, as much as people got mad about, you know, the 444 and all this other stuff, these are things that we got to continue to preach to people because if we don't continue to preach these positive messages and things like that, people won't get the importance of it and understand that, hey, listen, we got to go out here and get it. We got to go out here and get it. And you good over there, X Traffic Controller? He's still over there trying to figure yeah, it out. He's still trying to figure it out. <laughs> But yeah, man. So yeah, so uh oh, uh, we we talking about basketball. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's son actually um was arrested recently. Um, he got into an altercation with his sixty-year-old uh, neighbor over some I believe some trash cans or something like that, and um he allegedly stabbed the man. Um, and he's uh currently in custody over that. Uh, did you guys heard about that? Man, I I, I hope it ain't played. Because yeah, we were just talking about the whole homeowners association, and maybe you yeah. uh, remember that because people really get up in arms about that whole, you know, with the grass and the trash and shit. Like oh, the that. homeowners association is a gang. That's gang. Oh yeah, that's, that's gang shit. That's that's similar that's to the fact. mob, nigga. You gotta you gotta pay your dues, bro. You you just can't uh, yes. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're not just gonna just do whatever you want out here and keep your grass growing and build the fence and all that. Mhm, mm mhm. Mm so, that, oh, but we were actually, talking about. No, no, nah, nah, hold on. I, I'm glad you brought that up, bro. Cause um, mm -hmm. I, I was thinking about this the other day. I was on a drive and I noticed, right? Somebody, um, I'm out here in the DC area, so somebody's looking to sell their townhome, right? So you see the townhome, you see the for sale sign, and it's in a really good area. It's PG County, and and Sean, I know you know you know about PG mm -hmm. County. You know what I'm saying? Is that where Tehran is from? No, 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 no. Tay Rock is up in, in Hartford County. Oh, okay. Right. He, he up there. <laughs> listen, listen. I like Tay Rock as a battle rapper, but Tay Rock got to stop frying because I know about Hartford County because I got family up there too. That nigga live in Edgewood. Edgewood is, Edgewood is like a small Staten Island. That shit ain't really getting crazy over there. Chill. Yeah. Chill. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? That ain't, Edgewood is 45 minutes from Baltimore, son. Like you claiming Baltimore, you you almost a four hour away mm -hmm. from from where it's really happening now. <laughs> I fuck with Tay Rock. I fuck yeah. with Tay Rock. But no, no, I wanted to, I wanted to tell you guys about this to get your thoughts on this, right? Because we talk about the homeowner association. So I see this nice townhouse and it is for sale. And right next to it, the homeowners, I don't know who the homeowners are, but they got a big sign in their yard that yard that says Black Lives Matter. So immediately when I saw the sign, I'm like, yo, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? But then the business side of me shifts and I'm like, wow. I wonder how many people have are reluctant to buy this house just because they know their neighbors next door feel that way. Yep. 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 Proximity. Yeah. Proximity. And and, Proximity, and it made me think of the homeowners association because I'm like, I, I saw it. Remember, this was last week. I haven't driven back down that way, but I'll probably do it tomorrow just because we're talking about it. Because I wondered if the homeowners association would be bold enough to be like, yo, you gotta take the sign down because it's affecting the sale of the property. Mm 
Well, so maybe damn. even in the neighborhoods, it's because people could potentially be complaining about it. Right. You just never know because these those are the same people that don't say anything but act like they're your allies. Right. That's what I mean. Themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, you you'll have people on the low who already feel a certain type of way, but they won't openly say it. They'll, they'll yeah. report it to who they need to report it to, and the next thing you know, yeah. it's like I can't. You know, but but and and this is the other aspect of that, right? How is that if 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 I put Black Lives Matter up? right on my front lawn because that's how I feel and that's what I support is that much different than anybody who hangs American flag off their porch or or displays a it's message like if so all right or, or, I'll take the flag out of it if somebody would have put blue lives matter on their front lawn like would that cause the same mm -hmm. uproar it probably wouldn't it cause the same same uproar a lot of people yeah yeah, it causes an uproar because a lot of people uh, like to attach the Black Lives Matter message to an actual political statement when it's not really about a political statement. It's really just saying that Black Lives Matter. But it's like it's the fact that we didn't say Black Lives Matter also. So because we didn't say Black Lives Matter also and not including other people, they feel as though it's like you're excluding other individuals, whereas it's like that's not what we're saying. We're saying that these individuals or this particular group of people are being killed and losing their lives. So black lives matter. And that's that. Like they made up, they actually uh, put up a, a mural over um, at Jamaica Ave. I saw on the news today and um, they said they, they put up names of people. They put up something for George Floyd. It was actually a picture of George Floyd and his brother was there. And um, they said that they didn't want to put black lives matter because I, I guess they didn't feel like they didn't like how, I guess they've been supporting the movement of doing things or whatever. And I, and I just, it just, it just seems so weird and divisive to me when we just really try to say that, Hey, um, uh, we don't like how they're doing things. Like, well, what do you want people to do? Like, what are you doing to help the actual movement itself? Like you, okay. You put up a mirror. That's cool. But on top of that, nope. You know what I mean? Like when, when you talk about people that actually created a whole movement to go out here to start things, um, that's doing a lot in itself you know that's powerful in itself so people but that's the, that's the they do the divide they like to say that okay this is a political statement so we can't um we can't support this or put this up whereas saying blue lives matter could be potentially be a political statement as well it is i mean but first it, of it really all, isn't the difference but people like to pick and choose what they actually care about and what they you know they feel about but let's call it what it is there's no such thing as blue lives matter you're not born no. a cop. You're not born a cop. That's a nope. choice. Nope. Somebody born black is born black, bro. They don't have a choice to say, I don't want to be black anymore. Like, no, that's what you are. So we have to remind people that Black Lives Matter so that they remember in these times, we, uh, or at least should remember that during these times when we see things like what happened to Jacob Blake, that black men and women are being targeted. Cops aren't nope. being targeted. And if we're going to say blue lives matter, why don't we say red lives matter for firefighters then? Yeah. yeah. They don't, they don't, they don't, because people love the fire department. So I'm just saying, <laughs> right, because that's, that's, that's propaganda, bro. That's, that's like people trying to deflect from what's really going on. Because if you're going to say, oh, blue lives matter because they yeah. put their life on the line for us. Well, red lives matter because fire, firemen put their lives on the line for us too. What the fuck yeah. that got to do? You know what I'm saying? Yep. Metal. Right. Medical workers and everybody right. put their life. Medical right lives now. matter. Like, of course we know, right? Like yeah, that shit that. is bullshit. Green lives matter. It's it's bullshit, yeah. bro. Blue lives matter. Nobody's fucking born yeah. blue. Get so, the fuck out of here. So if we if we added also to the hashtag 
Black Lives Matter, then would everybody be good? <laughs> is that is that what they said? So all we had to do was add also. You got to put then, also, also. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, because that goes about right. That goes back because to that's the, what it is. It is. But that highlights what the the issue is that Black Lives Matter also meaning like it's a secondary thought. It shouldn't be a secondary thought. Yeah, it should be right. It should matter. Mm -hmm. It should be primary. Like we ain't got to walk around and say white lives matter because we know they not out here getting fucking assassinated Mm -hmm. by the police. (laughs) Word. (laughs) That's crazy, man. Yeah, that's crazy. And and like to the the point, you know, you know what I. Yes, y'all get. No, you gotta say go. No, no, I was gonna I, say. I was gonna say. You know what I thought was crazy? Yo, we all yo this fucking Zoom man. <laughs> but you know what I thought was crazy? Um, uh, so you know my job is very uh full with with their with their thought process and try to include people and uh you know, uh a lot of times we have our you know our black groups uh you know minority groups Latino groups whatever and they decided to have a group for I guess the our white counterparts for them to talk about issues um within our community good idea however I still thought it was kind of weird um I felt it was weird because I felt like we live in a country where white people kind of have their own space and they always get to kind of do what they want to do so why is it that we're also creating a whole different group for them to feel comfortable to talk about issues that make them feel uncomfortable <laughs> but I, it was just a real random thought uh but you know Eric, back to hear what you were saying <laughs> no 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 i mean it's i don't know why any any workforce would want to create separate groups for those type of things um if especially if you're trying to unify but um like to the point that Ant was talking about earlier where sometimes with, with our white friends and even latin friends because I, I got latin family members who really don't get it bro that i've, I've had like long drawn out discussions like yo y'all yeah. just y'all ignorant bro y'all, y'all blind to what's going on but a white person and, and since we talked about sports i use the sports analogy how many white people were upset about michael vick that Oh, they was big mad. Right, right. But now they seem to have no opinion on what's going on in the country. So it's like you had an opinion about Mm -hmm. dogs being killed, but you don't have an opinion about human beings being murdered. Yeah. That's that's it. Well, well, even even <laughs> that. Remember, we were just talking about we were just talking about Joe Exotic and him, how he was wilding out on them animals. They listen. They pretty much like it's funny, but they pretty much make him out to be a, a hero or you know uh, something comical. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, he was put in jail um, because of, because of the animals. Right, not he was put in jail. <laughs> not because he they you know because he they thought he was he put a hit out on on uh, Carol Baskin. He was he was put in jail because of all of the animal charges. Well. Carol Basson was more upset that she thought uh, Cardi and Meg were using real tigers yeah. in their video, but she ain't. But she, but she ain't spoke out on what's going on in the country though. But I'm mad about these tigers. Get the fuck out of here, nope. man. Yep, Carol Baskin. Yep, yep. Listen, man. <laughs> free to rail. Free to rail. <laughs> Yo, That's shout out to the homie Joe Exotic. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one man for the presidential race that we need that could make this right. It's Joe Exotic. Man. Yo, that's a matter of fact. That's what we go. We 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 gonna we gonna have to push that narrative for 2024. Joe Exotic for president, man, because we need we need the real out here, man. 
2020 is all fucked up, man. 2020. You're the only one that can come save us. You're right. We, we waiting for Joe Exotic to come home. We waiting for Bobby Schmurter to come home. 2020 is all fucked up, man. What? Freedom till we see What's Joe Exotic's uh, platform? What's Joe Exotic's platform? What? Okay. What's your man was a headshot? What, what, what's what's the platforms they running on right now? I don't, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. <laughs> If Donald Trump could be president, <laughs> Joe Exotic is right there, son. That's exactly. It. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is very 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 true. So you know, with some other news, uh, we we began verses because we in, we in quarantine. I think we got we got one coming up that everybody was kind of anticipating. We got Brandy and Monica. <laughs> um, you know, two two of the cuties from the nineties. So the cuties from like you don't gotta be a, a super R and B fan or a person in the music to understand the the ramifications of this and how big it can potentially be. Before we even get into it, who y'all going? Who y'all think is winning? Uh, it's it's gonna be tough. I gotta go back into the archives and really listen because they they both had a lot of hits. Um, Monica mm-hmm. may have had more a couple more more hits than Brandy. But Brandy had the had the bigger career just because she she was acting and doing music as well. She she was on theater, she was on Moesha, she was doing movies the whole time. So I think so her brand is a little bit bigger. But I think I think it's gonna be pretty close. I kind of wanted to take Brandy though. Yeah, I think yeah. My my initial thought was that Brandy probably had some of the biggest songs, and then. And I was trying to think too, like right, who might have had the, some of the better collabs. Monica has some good collabs. I know Brandy has some good collabs with Mace. Mace word. Yeah. Collabs now. It's it's tough. I think I am. I agree with Trip. I think I'm leaning a little bit more towards Brandy. I would like to see Monica win because I I like Monica, but I think Brandy might have the, the stronger catalog. But ultimately, I mean, mm-hmm. I think we the winners, bro, because that's our era, and we gonna just have a great time, you know, hearing them, hearing them battle. I think what's going to happen because of because yeah because of how they actually presenting the um, verses now is real dope. So they're in the same room. We don't really got to worry about any lags or anything like that. Um, you gonna hear this? You gonna hear one song and say, "Oh, that was my shit." You gonna hear another song and say, "Oh, that was my shit too." So I mean, at the end of the day, we gonna win because we get we getting to see what we haven't gotten to see. I don't really know who else would you that you would really want to see like that. Maybe like Jay Z, Nas, but we ain't getting that shit. Um, you know, well, uh, I, don't, I don't, I don't even know. Definitely not gonna I think Hove, I don't know if Nas got enough hits to, to fuck with Hove. I don't know. Listen, 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 listen. I don't know, man. We talking twenty songs though. I don't know. Twenty songs. I know I'm a Jay Z fan, but I'm just saying we talking. I mean, 20 I, I guess songs. if we just, if we just so talk when you, 20, when you, when you actually songs. have they features and stuff that, like that too. But catalog Listen, for catalog, I don't know if Nas. Nah, no, no, hell no, hell no. Catalog, nah, nah. But, but I guess if you got catalog? twenty, yeah, yeah, twenty, twenty songs. Nas got <laughs> Nas, Nas can pull twenty songs up right. to 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 go at it with Hope. But catalog, man, he ain't fucking Hope. Right, I mean, a whole catalog. Fuck no, he not close enough. <laughs> but but for twenty, yeah, I mean, we we can't we can't disrespect God something like that. He he definitely got twenty songs, and then of course you throwing the features in there. He got yeah, features yeah. as well, joints that he been on. So. For twenty, yeah. No, that's the yeah. fact. Yeah, it'll 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 be a good. But you know, Hove ain't doing that. Hove ain't stepping down to do that. <laughs> Hove ain't got Hove. time for that shit. Yeah, fuck. Hove look like doing a versus battle. <laughs> he, he gonna send Blake. 
He gonna send oh, Bleak. He gonna send Bleak to do it. Yo, yo, Bleak, play the records, Bleak. Bleak, go ahead. Go Bleak, you know all my verses, Bleak. Go ahead. <laughs> you know all my shit, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? And Bleak gonna be right there and be cool with it, though. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. Yeah. I, 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 Warehouse. I love Monica, you know, A-Town, Stay Down. Um, uh, You know, it's something about that hood chick that got the edge, but she can still get fly and still tell you about yourself and shit. And she cool as hell. Like, it's something about that, you know. But then, you know, you got Mo to the E to the, you know. Is Ray J going to be there? Because Ray J is the GOAT. That's what I want to know. Is Ray J the God going to be there? Be there drunk. Because if he's... No, we don't even yeah. be there. If he's going to be there drunk. If he's sober, it's like, ah, it's all right. But if he's drunk, Ray J... You want you want drunk, Ray J? I'm just nah, saying, I don't want that. Goons, I don't want to... Call it, call in the power to, to power 105 at five in the morning, Ray J. Willie, know what? Willie, know what? Right, Junior. Yeah, but the, he's gonna be a good one. I was, and that was it's crazy because I mean, I, I think people, people, people know this, but I don't think really people understand how much Ray J is the goat, bro. Like with the amount of shit that he's done. Like he's crazy, and 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 he probably hasn't been on a huge platform with a lot of other people. But he, that man keep a check, and he'll definitely keep you entertained at all costs, you know. Um, uh, and uh, he's an actor too. So. That he helped kind of spark their career. She actually, um, he's an actor. Yeah. Well, you know, we saw him. We saw him in pornographic films. We saw him on TV. Well, I, I wasn't um, talking about that. That that, that that acting. Um, I was. More so talking about his, his television work, him being on a couple of sitcoms. <laughs> you know, I was talking about that. <coughs> Excuse me. You talking about you talking about something different than what I'm talking about. So I don't get into that man's personal business. How, how do y'all? Right. I mean, it ain't personal because everybody know about it. But how do y'all feel about Kim K trying to get C Murray out of jail? That's uh, that's uh, I see what you X. did there. I um, see what you did there. <laughs> so you know monica is i'm not monica but kim k is currently trying to get uh c-murder out of jail uh we was watching the uh no limit chronicles and um you know i think i was familiar with the c-murder thing but it kind of brought it back to me and it made me uh realize that like he shouldn't be in jail right now um uh i'm gonna I'm keep saying this how big is it for somebody like her to be where she is to try to help uh a black man to help somebody just get out of jail that potentially, you know, that was, um, you know, incarcerated and justly made mostly because of his lyrics and because of his name. I think it's huge. Um, you know, no matter how you feel about it, I think her, her work with, with helping, um, inmates get retrials and, and even getting free is, is big. You know what I'm saying? Cause she's taking the time out and she's using her power and her platform to help people out. And she's gotten several people freed mm -hmm. from jail. So, I think it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, after, you know, we, we spoke about the No Limit Chronicles um, last last week we spoke about, about the Chronicles. Um, so just watching that and saying, yeah, man, listen, whoever's going to help in that, in that situation, her, anybody else that want to step in and, and help get that, get that man out of jail, I'm all for that. I support that. You know what I'm saying? Did y'all finish watching it? We talked about that though, and then we did the, the uh the, the, the Rough Riders. Did y'all get into the Rough Riders yet? I did. Yeah, it's the Rough that, Riders. So is that, really that, good. The Rough Riders is a little is definitely closer to home. You know, a lot of us, you know, that Bronx, uh, that whole uptown thing or whatever. So a lot of us kind of knew about them. Um, it was kind of funny because uh, 
uh, I think my mother told me like, and, and so you know the older generations of people, right? You'll grow up with somebody, maybe not in the neighborhood, but somewhere around, and you might know them from church, and your mother like to be like, oh yeah, I know their mother. My mother did that shit, and I think it was like Swiss or somebody, whatever. And I thought that shit was the craziest thing. But yeah, what did you think about the um the No Limit um dot? I'm not No Limit, but the uh, the uh, the Rough Riders. The Rough Rider joint was ill. Um, it was nostalgic because that was you know our, our era as like you know teenagers and preteens. Um, I thought that the illest part about it that I found myself kind of reminiscing was like forgetting how young Swiss was, and then looking at their roster and realizing yeah. like yo. Like they really had like a dream team of talent because obviously X did what he did, but you had the locks, you had Eve, you had Drag on, whose drag was crazy at the time as an up and coming lyricist. And then mm-hmm. you had Swiss, you know, mm-hmm. who at the time, Swiss was only like a teenager putting like a lot of these classic beats out. So looking back on it, it's like, man, they really That's had like, anthem. Right. But they really had like a dream team of talent, bro. And that's very mm-hmm. rare that you have that much talent in one place at the same time. And also the other thing I noticed too, a lot of times when we look at some of these other situations like Death Row, um, NWA, obviously before Dre got to Death Row, same thing with um with No Limit. Mm-hmm. Seeing the, the footage of them in the studio, like no matter what you say about X and, and his issues with addiction, like they was working, bro. All them studio clips they showed, that shit ain't look like no party. It looked like, yo, we in here, we punching in, we punching out, let's go. And that that speaks to why they had the type of success they had because they was literally grinding that shit out for years. Well, that, you know what? And also, you got to think too, a completely different era because you didn't have all of the things that you had access to now. So where you could, you know, you could be lazier. Back then, you had to really grind it out. You can't just mm-hmm. put a song out on YouTube and it go viral and now you lit and and, and, and you on. You had to actually really put in work. Um, you know, during, during that time, and and the single game wasn't like it is now too. A lot of cats release a lot of singles back then. It was the the, the albums that was really, um, you know, getting getting the, the exposure like that. You had to work them joints. Yeah, you yeah. had to work them singles. You had to work them singles and make sure people was fucking with it because like it, we wasn't talking. We talking about the internet just coming around. So back then, when you actually got to work your singles, and this is back when like people like Mano was getting out of jail a few years later, and they running down on DJs and making sure like that shit is real. People was really mm-hmm. going in these places and, and grinding and making sure that they stuff, you know. And it's crazy for somebody like Swiss Beats for like maybe one of your first few beats. You got Rough Riders Anthem, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> like, like how 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 dope is that? And what I think is one of the more powerful things. Uh, Eric, you spoke about No Limit and these other movements. It's it, it, it's refreshing for people to see that because there's one, there can be another one. A lot of times people see one group of people and they feel that they can't do that because other people are doing something somewhere similar. Listen, they ain't not doing like you. You know, this you know, you seen Cash Money, you seen um uh you know, all these other movements, people out of New York, you seen Bad Boy, you had Rockefeller, yeah, you, you know, Dipset, you got all these different movements. Like people can actually coexist with one another and still make moves or whatever. So if you actually are looking at, you know, start a movement or do what you do or, or shoot the shit like we doing right now, you can still do it. You know what I mean? Like there, there's there's rooms for you, there's avenues for you. You just gotta be persistent, man. Like it's 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 it's, it's ways out here to get it. Uh, it's definitely always ways out here to get it. And um, you know, D and Y and X even talked about it too, like they was true to themselves. They wasn't going to try to go the puffy route because that's what was working at the time. They was, they was true to themselves. They knew what they could bring to the game. 
and they just had to figure out a way to get it out there to the masses. And um, I, I just think it was fire, man. I, I From what I've seen mm-hmm. so far, anyway, obviously it's not completed, but I just, I just think it's fire when you look at their story, the way they was grinding it out, X, you know, traveling state to state, battling motherfuckers to get his name up, um, you know, putting this, the, yep. at the time, what we consider demos now, a lot of people consider them like, oh, they somebody put out a single. He was putting out demos and it was they was figuring out a way to make it work for them. And as long as you're true to yourself, you're always going to come out on top because you ain't have to compromise nothing. You, you stood who mm-hmm. you were throughout everything. So I'm definitely looking forward to the rest of that joint. Yeah, man. Um, air traffic controller, you good over there? Yes, sir. Oh, really quick. Um, two more. Uh, may- can you hear me? Yo, yo, yo. Can you hear me? Can you hear yeah. me? Yeah. I said uh, yeah, really quick. You good? Two more. Um, two more yeah, major good? league. Two more major league baseball games got postponed as well. So it's, uh, the boycott is catching. Okay, okay. It's 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 this shit is real or whatever. We gotta see how long this shit lasts for, man. If we don't get no sports, fuck it, so be it. I don't care. Listen, they gotta stop playing target practice with us, man. You always got two K and that's that. Um that's what I'm saying. I, I got I got I got I got video games, bro. Players, as much as I love the game, I don't right. I don't I don't care if y'all never touch the field uh for the rest of this year. You know, if y'all want to take the rest of the year, we good. We got Madden, we yeah. got 2K, we got all these other games that can entertain us um, mm-hmm. in the short term. But there, there's bigger things to accomplish right now. Yep. It, it's funny because in this, in, in the midst of all this, I actually started back playing video games again, anyways. <laughs> and I haven't had the system since the first PlayStation, anyway. So. <laughs> so um I, I think i'll be fine man it, we definitely got to use this time wisely just try to be constructive and just and try to game plan and figure out uh ways to come out of this situation in a better way you know we got for one i think we definitely got to make sure that we vote we got to make sure that we um we're investing in ourselves we got to make sure that we're just doing things to make sure that we're fine once this pandemic is over because you know life doesn't end you know at the end of 2020, you know, uh, forbid. But, you know, you got to make sure that you're doing things to pivot yourself to make sure that you come out of this fine. Um, we were just talking about uh, gun violence, and we spoke about Meg and Tori uh, uh, for a few weeks now. Meg actually spoke out and said um, how she felt. Um, a lot of people felt like she was protecting him, but she just got sick of the shit, and now she just spoke about it. Did y'all, did y'all see the clips and uh, hear about it? I did. I think it's... Um... So a fucked up situation that Cass is trying to make her out to be like a snitch, bro. She a woman, bro. She don't live by that code. Yeah. Talked about that in a previous episode like this. If you in the streets and you live by that code, that's one thing. It's another when you you a civilian. She out here just working, trying to make money, uh, do you know, excel her career and negatory shot her. And we gotta speak on this too, because we we mentioned it on the show before, like. Motherfuckers be so quick to grab a headline. Everybody wanted to make it about, oh, he was flirting with Kylie Jenner. We saw Kylie Jenner in her video. Mm-hmm. She said herself, it had nothing to do with that. Then he tried to play the whole, oh, mm-hmm. she was beating on me. And she was like, I actually was trying to walk away from the nigga and he shot me. So at what point do niggas start taking yeah. accountability for what they do, bro? Well, you know, and it sucks because mm-hmm. I, I, fuck with, I fuck with Tory. And he was actually lit at the whole quarantine radio Popping during the height of the, you know, nah, fuck that nigga. The, the stale, can I let me finish? 
<laughs> from the from that from that Go whole ahead, time. <laughs> from that whole time. But we coming back around to some more sucker shit you doing. Cause remember he was doing all that name dropping when he was going back and forth with uh Don Q and he tried to uh, to, to throw Dream Girl under the bus. So he's he's been known. This yeah. is not it's the second time you're getting caught out there doing some sucker shit. You know what I'm saying? Like if if first of all, if mm-hmm. she held you down in that situation and didn't blow the spot up to the boys and say, yo, there's a gun in the car and this motherfucker shot me in in in, in my foot. Motherfucker, you supposed to hold her down at, at mm-hmm. that point and not just be going out spreading fucking wild rumors and so telling you know talking crazy about her guy, everybody coming at, at, at Meg, you know what I'm saying? Like she was on some bullshit when in reality, nigga, you the one that was on that was on the bullshit. She held you down, my nigga. You're not in jail right now because she held you mm-hmm. down. So I'm not even mad at her for coming back around and telling her story because at some point it's like, hold up. I'm not gonna let you, you know what I'm saying, damage my credibility. Meanwhile, I held you down. Like, seriously held you down, especially when you yeah. look at what Even we just experienced. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? What, what's going on with black people and the police? And we, those were those unarmed black people. So you should, you could imagine mm-hmm. they ain't no type of, of second thought for, for some black person that got a weapon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he and then lightweight, you know, the shit yeah, yeah, and then like what happened, you know, with pop smoke and all that. People were saying like, you know, you doing shit out there in that particular neighborhood, shit is gonna go down. Like, you, for one, he was stupid as hell for trying to like. He, he probably got sauce. He started feeling himself. She was trying to walk away. He like he always. So for me, I can't. Why are you taking out your gun? Why why's your um, why's, why's your gun in your hand and it's just you? Why do you have so a gun with you? Well, nah, I, the gun I can understand having it with you because for security, because he is a celebrity and he's only like what five feet tall. But as far as why are you pulling out your gun, why are you pulling out your gun when you with your shorty, her homegirl, and your security guard? There's no reason for that. Yeah, but you have security though. That's that's the whole purpose for you having security so that you don't do these things and be act erratic. He so so for me, he kind of was like he kind of threw me off because he's a guy from Canada, but his whole swag and his demeanor, how he talks, sound like he's a guy from New York. So that right there was that was number one for me. Number two, I just always kind of felt like he always tried to jump out the box and just do all this extra shit or whatever that was just just was kind of weird. Um, and then you know once the quarantine started, he started quarantine radio and stuff like that. I started you know kind of paying attention to him a whole lot more. Um, I started fucking with him, and then this happened. I was like, you know what? It kind of made sense to me because he always kind of seemed like he was somewhat of an imposter and trying to be somebody that he wasn't from the jump. And then this is what ends up happening. You know, you, 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 it, it plays out because you ended up doing some dumb shit, and now you you you, you harm somebody. Uh, you also try to smear her name and, and drag her through the dirt, and now you look crazy because now you about to go to jail and nobody fuck with you, and you about to get sent back to your country or whatever. Shit is wild out here. You're not getting no more money in these United States streets. You finished. Yeah, bro. You could think, think about the bags that he fucked up and think about what he could have actually had coming out of this. You know what I mean? Like, we we, we spoke about it. We, he, he was what? Um, our uh, Essential Workers episode. You know, mm-hmm. what he was doing and the numbers that he was doing and the deals that he was getting. Like, yo, he really fucked himself. Yeah. He really oh, fucked yeah. Sure for, for the, I don't know what the fuck he was thinking, bro. Uh, I don't understand it. Listen, man, you getting that type of money, you be the fuck cool. 
Go out if you want to go out, yeah. get your lady. If you want to get your lady, whatever you, you know, whatever your vices, whatever you went to, and take your ass home. There's no reason when you get that type of money to still be doing the fuck shit. Like, all that shit, it gets cut off. Like, you got to be clean cut because you want to keep that money. There's, there's nothing better in this world than getting legal money that you don't have to look over your shoulder for motherfuckers you ain't in a drug game or doing some type of illegal shit where you got to look over your shoulder from the cops or from anybody trying to stick you up or anything like that. Like, you're getting legal money. Mm -hmm. Enjoy your life. That's it. Like, there's nothing else to it. Enjoy your fucking life. Why are you running around with a gun in your hand with your security guard right there? And if you feel that you need that much protection, then stay your fucking ass at home. Go to the show and go right back home. Wherever you got to go and go right back home. You shouldn't even be outside if you if you feel like you got security around you and you still got to carry the gun. Uh, you, you right, Trip. Yeah, I want to I want to make a minor correction though, because ain't nothing better than getting this retroactive unemployment money. <laughs> whenever, whenever, touche, whenever, Batman, touche. Whatever retroactive hit is my body different. I'm moving different out here. Moving different out here. You better you better not have been out there getting crab legs. Nah, 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 nah. We get the whole lobster tail. We get the whole lobster tail. We get the whole lobster tail, baby. Oh. <laughs> You know that we we waiting My on that. Steaks, on that, on that everything. Yeah, yeah, steaks. You know, it, it's lobster tails, heavy on the butter. Um, you know, we waiting on that second stimmy check to come through. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> now, Trump, Trump saving that for the election. He need he, he need he need that's to have that one in the bag. That's you know what You gonna get that shit till till, till late late October? Nah, that's, that's cool. That's that's perfect timing. That's perfect timing when you want to go winter shopping. You know what I'm saying? When you want to get your winter joints up. So oh, yeah. hold, hold, that, hold that to like mid-October for me. Hold that down for me. <laughs> no, I'm saving that in. That's in, that's that's in his back pocket. He, he said, listen, as soon, as, soon as the election we, come up. To get back in there. Right? Right. Hey, we ain't going for your ass to get back in there. So you might as well go ahead and hold on to that for later anyways. Yo, right. yo so as sad as you say this, former Dallas Cowboy, Herschel Walker... <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, was, was your was, boy uh, was shucking and jiving. Uh, but you know what? That's why he got traded. That's why he got traded, anyways. <laughs> All right. But That's you said don't fuck with them right it. now. But it's anyway. crazy, man. Right? So you ain't fucking with them right now, anyway. So, so yeah, good. man. But it's 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 it's, it's disheartening and, and it fucking sucks because like this, football is a sport. Yeah, football is a sport that I love. But I... what'd you say? What you say? You want to say nothing? But anyways, but yeah, fo football is a sport that I love, and it just I, no, I said it's a, it's a sport that I love. It's a sport that I love, and it disheartens me that you know we continue to have these individuals that don't necessarily speak out. That that the past home situation where all the players made a video was, was very impactful, but I just want to know what's going to happen with the NFL. Um, in months to come, because we see how the NBA is reacting, we see how MLB is reacting, um, we see how the WNBA is reacting, but um, I don't know, man. Like it, it, it it's just whack. And I'm like, yo, y'all love Jerry Jones so much, and he's like a, a he tells you where he stands at, but then y'all continue to try to uh, promote these uh, these white gods to them um, and, and and back them. Like, what makes you think, as a black man from a southern place, that Donald Trump is for you, fam? <laughs> Like the shit is nuts to me. 
the money says that the money and, and, and the power right. that, that he gets from from being a, yeah. from from being up under Trump like that. That's that's what. Because if you if you if you look at uh, it's crazy, you know. Look, a lot of these these black people that 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 be up there, and it's just like like yo y'all just yeah. all y'all look token Negro that they they put in place just so it could look like we got some black people around us, and. One thing I noticed from watching the, the, the Democratic con- Convention and the Republican Convention, the difference between the Democrats and the Republicans is that the Democrats are actually relatable. The Republicans, they like they, they just they, they, they bullshit with them too, though. No, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not talking about the bullshit. I'm just saying. I'm talking yeah. about where you can have a conversation with somebody and you'll say, you come away saying, you know what, all right, let me give this motherfucker a chance. Then you can have a conversation with people and say, you know, get the fuck out my face with that bullshit. And I think, yeah. yeah. And I think think that's the difference. So when I see like Republicans and whatnot, oh yeah, black people, minorities, come join the Republican party. You know, for people that, 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 that have the same mentality that I have, they, they they look at you and there's no kind of relatability at all. And that's the reason why they won't fuck with you. And then when mm-hmm. you see the Democrats and, and the way they speak, it's very relatable to people like myself. People, a lot of people that I know I'm familiar with and, mm-hmm. and they feel the same way. There's just, there's really no relatability. And that, that's what it is. That's why there's such a gap. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, even if you're lying to us, at least try to be somewhat uh, uh, relatable. <laughs> Yeah, like, lie a little bit. So what made me think about the yeah, what made me what, so Eric said something earlier about how like he he had uh, beef with some family members and stuff like that, and it's crazy because like it, it's it's kind of similar to the whole Herschel Walker thing because Herschel Walker could potentially potentially be a person in your family, but you got to act sometimes like yo, is he black or is he black black? Because with situations like that, you don't really know what people stand at. And if it's like, yo, if he black, black, you know, he ain't going for that shit. But he ain't really with us. So he's he, he standing for some whole other shit. And it's whack that we have to actually try to really figure out people that live, look like us, that look, that live with us, that are related to us, if they really trying to fight the same battle. Because they don't, they don't see shit the same way. And they really be trying to figure out what's what. when it's like your fam is right here in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, Herschel Walker just came across like he was checking a job, and bro, that's just, that's just what it is, man. Facts. Like, what you doing out here, bro? And fucking preach, and, preach you know. brother, preach, preach. Brother, it it preach. kills me. I, I just sent something to the group chat. I'm not going to uh, <laughs> mention this individual's name because we're not yeah, going to get any light on. But look whose page is off of that. I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, but it, it kills me you know, people who will, like like Ann said, use the token black voice as like, see, look, look, we're, we're not racist on this side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. as Trump once said, I believe Trump said this at a um, mm-hmm. at a rally one time, look at my Negro, look at my Negro right here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, bro, bro, if I'm, if I'm lying, call my, call my bullshit. If I'm lying, call my bullshit. He said that at a rally. Oh, man. He said that at a rally, bro. I can believe it. I'm going to get you the footage. So that's why, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, 
like if you don't try to show me the, the token black person who agrees with your narrative and then think like that's supposed to change my perspective mm -hmm. on you. I know what it is, bro. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We know what it is, man. Yeah. Walker. <laughs> that shit, that shit crazy. I remember, I remember, I forgot somebody was telling me how they was in some situation. It, it might have been, it must, it must have mentioned that too, though, how you can be in these situations. And a lot of times people just point you out and they try to ask you questions and, and reflect it of the whole, uh, <laughs> of the whole race and stuff like that. Like, nah, fam, your views don't actually, uh, uh, aren't the same as mine. So you can fuck out of here with all that. Right. But, you know. Shooting the shit, man. Shooting the shit, shooting the shit, shooting the shit. It's been real. We're going to get up out of here. Episode 34, more to come. Hopefully one of these days we'll be right back inside. We're getting sick of this shit. Um, but, you know, we're going to keep coming at you every week, man. We're going to keep uh, coming at you like there's no limit records and it's 1997. We're going to come out with a new album every week. Every week? We dropped it every week, baby. And as Pete, told say, the label, uh... as, as Pete told the label, it's our shit. We're going to do what the fuck we want. And if we want to keep dropping shit, we're going to keep dropping shit. Exactly. Yeah. But if y'all if y'all want to would like to advertise on the on the on the podcast, right. you're more than welcome to. You just have to cut the check. Um check the, the, the email, the business email. And um, you know, we'd like that. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure y'all get y'all the Nancy Street products. Uh, uh I did the like so that I can um <laughs> Make sure you make sure you, tell, make sure tell, you, uh, you uh, line, get your sports with uh, service. <laughs> All right, you got you listen. We dropping everything. Make sure you check out two for one. You got the special. Tell me we got you got the special our, right uh, now, boy. Sports show podcast. Listen, listen. We got all type of flavors out here. I got I got a. I got a some product uh, going on today. You probably not gonna get it by the time this go up. However, I might uh, we gonna have some again. But um, you know, just check us out, man. We out here trying to get it right now. Not trying to get it. We getting yes, it. Sir. We entrepreneurs. All right. You're That's a fact. We got some uh, sophisticated minds. Uh, uh, stuff coming out. All is out. All right. So y'all be fact. cool. Like y'all be cool. All right, man. See y'all next week. Um, y'all can hear me? Yeah. yeah. Who Who's recording? You can hear me? Yeah, who was recording? Eric, it was you or uh, Ant? Both of us was recording. Because it's still recording right now. Yeah. I stopped it right now. Oh, let me stop. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on.